Hey there, I'm here in the uh, woods in New Jersey. And last week we were talking about um, Ephesians 1, and I wanted to dig a little deeper in and go just a little further into the uh, into the next couple of verses. Because it gets pretty powerful. Like Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, it says this, By giving you the Holy Spirit, whom he promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised and that he has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so that we would praise and glorify him. And, you know, this verse, um, it always makes me smile, this verse. Because we have this guarantee that we are gods, right? That we are, uh, there's this deposit on our souls, the Spirit of God, that guarantees our inheritance into the kingdom of God. And, you know, I wrote that and I was like, man, did I write that correctly? Did you just hear that correctly, right? It's like, there is this deposit on our souls the Spirit of God that guarantees our inheritance into the kingdom of God. And it's kind of an overwhelming thought, right? Like, but it's written right here in Ephesians. And I thought about it and I was like, do I live like that, right? Like, do I live like my life has a deposit on it? that is a guarantee of the inheritance that I have in heaven. And for a while, for a while I didn't. You know, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. I didn't know how it worked. And then I kind of started getting a hold of it and it made me think more and more and really made me think long and hard about like, what does that mean? You know, Jesus died for us and he left his spirit as the, the counselor for us. And that spirit is living in us, right? So we're kind of in the middle of this study on the Holy Spirit right now in our Join Days Band dot com community. If you're not involved in our community, uh, you gotta be, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Just go to joindaysband.com and you can join up. But the, the great thing about what we're doing is we're studying the, the Holy Spirit. We're studying, we're using a book. Um, it's called On the Holy Spirit. And it just speaks about the Holy Spirit working in our lives. i got to be careful I don't step on some poison ivy here. Um, but it's basically the Holy Spirit working in our lives. How... The Spirit of God is in us, right? How, um, how the Spirit is working in our lives and guiding us. And when you think of the fact that we have this deposit on our souls that is this Spirit, it just gives you pause for a minute and just kind of makes you speechless because it's like, it's an incredible promise, right? There's this, just foundationally speaking, it's this incredible promise 
that God has given to us, that the Spirit of God is a deposit on our souls, guaranteeing us the inheritance that he speaks of. That just leaves me absolutely speechless, and I'm hoping it does for you too. So just think about that just for today, tomorrow, the next day. And again, we're just reading Ephesians 1. Just read it again this week, every morning. Wake up and read it. It's absolutely incredible. So think on that for a minute. Uh, I'm going to shoot a few pictures here, um, and then I want to come back and talk about uh, verses 19 through 21. Actually, I want to talk about Ephesians 1, uh, 19 through 23, and it says this. It says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. We've certainly heard that before and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now, he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. And Okay, so there's, um, there's a couple of things here that I just wanted to chat about. One, the church is the body. It is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. Fills all things everywhere with himself. I had a little bit of an issue with this verse. If you think about that for a minute, think about what you came in contact with today, just today. So many things seem so far from Jesus, right? There's so many things that aren't of God in the world. And yet here, Paul's telling us that Jesus fills all things everywhere with himself. So I had to do a little bit of research here and dig a little deeper into this because I just didn't buy it. I was like, you know what? This just doesn't make sense to me that everything is filled with Jesus. Like that doesn't work here. I mean, it's what where I am right now, gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, this is all God all the time. But when you go deeper into, pick a place, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't feel like it's of Jesus. So I dug a little deeper and here's what I found out. So I'm looking this over. Um, not everything that Christ is filling. So, okay, so sorry. So it's not everything that Christ is filling. It's the church, filling the church with his blessings. That makes a little more, uh, makes a little more sense to me, right? Filling the church with his blessings. So then the church, we are the church. We can be, we are the body, right? Then we are filled with Christ. Okay, that makes a lot more sense to me. 
and then we're filled with Christ to do what, right? If we are the body and Christ is filling the church, then what are we supposed to do with that filling, right? So we're, we're basically filled with Christ because we are the body and we are the church, right? So that's where things get a little tricky to be Jesus in the world. We're filled with his spirit. We're filled with him so that we can go out and be Jesus in the world, right? Our deeds, our actions, our words, our reactions, more importantly, all of it should be a reflection of Jesus because he has filled us with him because we are the body of the church. And that's, I mean, it just, hold on, I'm gonna switch arms here. My arms get a little tired. But I just got a little, like, I got a little perplexed. I was kind of like, what does that mean? Like, what does all of that mean? But then it makes sense if Jesus is chill, filling the church and then we are the body of Christ to go out and do what the body is supposed to do, and that's to be Jesus in the world. Okay? Man. It's, um, that's a little bit of a daunting task daily to be Jesus in the world, right? To let our actions, our reactions, our words, our thoughts, just all that happens be Jesus in the world. It's a tall order. But I've been saying this all week on our live streams. And if you don't tune into our live streams, you should. But I've been saying this all week on our live streams. I've just been praying for boldness and praying that we would be able to go out, be Jesus, be a reflection of him and be bold about it, but not be like rude about it, but be bold about it. Like, and sometimes if we have to use words, we will. Like I say this often, like I love that quote, like go out and preach the gospel and sometimes use words, but it's so true. Our, just our actions and, our, and the way that we react to situations, the way we handle situations, like that can be such a testament of Jesus in our lives. So, that's kind of where I wanted to, to leave it for today. Um, that we just go out and be Jesus in the world. And that's an easier task that is said than done. But I firmly believe that because we are filled with him and filled with his spirit, getting back to the study that we're going through in our Join Days Bank community, we're in it, and his spirit is in us. And Jesus died for us. That sacrifice that he made is not so that we could just run around like crazy. It's so that we could be his representation here on earth, right? Be Jesus in the world. Be the love, be the hope. Be the reason somebody breaks an addiction. Be the reason that somebody's marriage stays together. I don't know, fill in the blank. But Jesus is calling you, and he's calling me to be Jesus in the world. So today, here's the assignment again this week. We're gonna go back, we're gonna read Ephesians 1 again. Okay, so go through Ephesians 1, just keep reading it this week, and then maybe we'll recap it again next week. Overall, a few more thoughts on it. But Let's be Jesus in the world because he has equipped us and he has filled the church and we are the church. 
And the church is not a building. The church is not somewhere you go. You are the church every day of your life. So today, God, I pray that all of us can be the church. Okay, guys? Amen. Thanks. We'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.